Welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes Podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm the DM. And the Stubborn Heroes we have today are Cody, who plays Iberal. Hello. David, who plays Phileas. Here we go. Michael, who plays Bellerin. Hi. And Ray, who plays Aratol. Oh, you fucking noob! <laughs> that's his new catchphrase. You guys didn't hear about this, but yeah, that's what Aratol's going to say from now on. Fucking noob! It's going to get catchy. It's going yeah, to get safe in the last day. It's it going to be real catchy, I think. Yeah. Everybody's going to roll, and we're going to see who gets to retell the tale of what happened on the last episode. Who can speak? <sighs> my green one. I want my green one. What the hell is that? 19. 19. Six. Cody's like, I got to be just six here. <laughs> well, you got one. <laughs> Michael got a one, so Michael has Michael to got a 17. one. Okay, Michael. What happened last time, Michael? You get to retell it again. Yeah, you fucking noob. <laughs> you see, I told you it's going to get catchy. Not, it's not catchy if the same person says it over and over again. <laughs> That's the same person trying to make it catchy. It's not going to happen. No, you should have heard the conversation that me and Yeah, Adam you totally had about missed it earlier. Yeah. Cody. I recorded some of it. We were on the same wavelength. It David, was what are you doing? Majestic. Looking for my magic green one. He wants the magic green one that he rolled the 20 on. One. Oh, you know, I like this one, too. This one's good. And thus ends the podcast. <laughs> Have a nice night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. You're going to follow us on the adventure of finding David's dice. Jesus. Could have done a whole podcast of you finding your spells. <laughs> okay. Let's. No, 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 no. Woo! One! <laughs> you got a one. Go ahead. Bell run with the one. Oh. Call your bell one from now on. Oh! I'm his orca grandfather. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be like indefinitely. You're dead to me now. I know, no editing dead. for the beginning here. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's, it's shut off. Cued just for you. I know, right? Go right ahead. So, what happened last time, Belrin? Oh my gosh. Michael, what happened last time? An epic battle. <laughs> okay. No, okay. I'll do it. Fine. All right. Yeah, it was a battle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember happened? No, I don't. It was a battle. <laughs> battle with all the wolves and the. You gotta people. describe the battle. What happened during the you battle? You got knocked down. Something okay. didn't say. Why you can't I I love this because he rolled a one and he's literally winning right now. I know he's won. <laughs> he's winning. You're not winning. You're running. You're winning. You're racist. <laughs> racist god. <laughs> the worst. You're right. I prefer Asians. That's why Ray is at the top of my favorite list. As he's doing some kind of weird <laughs> exercise. I, I waited I waited his dice, so he, he only has to roll. Uh, he only rolls high. Alright. Last time, there was an epic battle in this entire region we were in. Alright. Pretty much everybody was, well, I want to say everybody, but we are kind of split up between like three different groups and all that. You know, Phileas, his niece, Myra... Uh, Escander and think we're over on some other side, and then Emerald 
and Aerotol were somewhere by a tent, and then Balrun was somewhere over by a tree, and wolves came in and attacked us all, and with uh, bandits on them, too. Spells were casted, people were put to sleep, wolves were attacked, freaking Emerald got like five kills out of all of this, Balrun fell... Got pretty much got four killed. Shoot. I got three, two yeah. of his kills. I wasn't talking our, about you. I was talking about story. Emerald right now, since you offended me. <laughs> <about> <laughs> all about Emerald. Um, Belrun got chewed up by one of the wolves, and someone rescued him. Unfortunately, Belrun doesn't know who it was. But the only one that knows player. how to deal. But whatever. Uh, Belrun doesn't know that. Who got? Who released it from the mouth? Huh? Hey. Huh? Huh? Did you do that? <laughs> no, you did not. Whatever, Belrun. <laughs> Me, and I yell for help because I can't heal. Ugly I am so great. Mole rats. Greatest wizard in the world. Check your face. Anyways. Anyway. Continuing. <laughs> this is going to be a fun night. I'm not even drunk yet. I know. It's, I'm, that's not, not worthy for recording. I have a spell that makes your drink taste better. Anyway, Mm -hmm. after all the bandits and the wolves were pretty much killed, except for one bandit that was starting to run away on its wolf and got stopped by... Empress. Ray. By me. Emerald. And then apparently Phileas, but I don't really know. Ray. Him first, then me. It doesn't matter. Let let, let him. That's not what I just said. I said. Hey, it's okay. I said said Emerald, didn't I? I said Aerotol and then Phileas. There it is. Have a nice day. <laughs> and okay, then, so what, what ended up happening? Yeah. Uh, Belrun, who didn't have his bow this entire battle, hence why he was hiding behind a tree, cowering, bleeding to death, found a crossbow from one of the bandits and shot an arrow at this bandit and killed it. And, Bam! and we left off with the whole party, besides Belrun, staring off at Belrun. Some of them in disbelief, perhaps some of them impressed with your maneuverability, your ingenuity. Um, and uh, But you do see specifically that there is a panther, a black panther, staring at you, who's not looking very happy. <laughs> that would be Phileas's niece, Myra. And you had stolen her kill. So Myra is staring at you, and you see her panther eyes go wide and completely dark. And she she starts crouching down as if she's going to pounce. Phileas, you do see this. She's looking rather angry. All right, so, I sense a killing intent. And her claws are digging in, and she growls her teeth. I will step in front of her. Okay. And she tells up at you. And tell her that she... And be like, Myra, you need to calm down. And she lets out a roar. Ah. I'll tell her that she needs to transform back into her human self. So we can discuss this. She looks at well, you. Well, elf self, sorry. Elf self. <laughs> and she looks at you, and she looks over at Bellerin again, and she just sort of, you know, tenses up for a moment, and then she just lets out a little growl, and then turns around, sort of, just slowly walks over by this rock by herself. Yeah, you better go over <laughs> that rock. So, in front of you, you guys see Lyra did a number on this bandit. He's dead on the ground. There's an arrow in his head. That was the killing blow. The bloody Belrin is standing over there. And what was the line that you said? Right at the end there? 
He said, oh, I still got it. I still it. got it. <laughs> uh, do you do anything else after that? You're, you're sort of hold, holding yourself up with all your strength. No, I sit back down because, you know, <laughs> I, I got the kill. Um, let's, let's rest a little bit. And you're all sort of standing around this dead bandit. The scanner says, perhaps these ones worked with the orcs that we fought before. I wonder. More than likely, they all worked with Clara. How what, do you know? One of them mentioned Clara's name. What did he say? I don't know. I killed him. Mm. You, Phileas. I thought I saw you pick something up off the body. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a note from the body. A note? What did it say? <clears throat> he opens up the letter again. It says, Moving from mine toward Preston. Next update soon. Or will update soon. How would they know that? How would they know what? How would they know that we escaped mines? How would they know that we moved from the mines to Preston? Not sure. During this time, Belrin, you're pretty far away. Do you maybe walk up to the group? I mean, you are in earshot. You can hear this. Oh, good. Yeah. I am in earshot. Yeah, you are in earshot. <clears throat> Belrin just yells, perhaps there is a traitor among us. Who would trade us? Hmm. Who's the only person that knew we were... Iskander just says... I trust all of you without my life. I have fought beside you all. There isn't oh. a person here. Oh, yeah, us. But <clears throat> might you remember Joe Morrill at the wagon? Hmm. Over. Joe Morrill, we, we, we saved him from the orcs who were attacking. Certainly he wasn't working with them. Was he, he would never risk his own life. You don't know people very well, do you? Hmm. What if he failed the orcs in a way? Failed them? What do you mean? What if he was working with the orcs and Clara Longstride? Well, come to think of it, Miss Gander says as he looks at you, how do we know you're not the one who has been sending these updates? I've been with these guys the entire time. You have been with us since the mines. We know nothing of you before then. I've been making quirky remarks. That's all I've done. I tried to place it with play with some magic weapons in some shop we ran into, but that's it. Hmm. And Iskander looks at you with resolve. His eyes look inquisitive. And he says, hmm, I will pray to Bahamut on this. You look like you want to take my shirt off. I... <laughs> Good sir. I am, a, I am a holy knight. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... I do not swing my swords that way. I would rather you don't swing your sword this way. And he just sort of shakes his head and says, In Bahamut's name, I'm going back to sleep. In the, well, in the wagon with Joe Morrill? Where is Joe Morrill, anyways? At the beginning of the fight, I threw Joe Morrill into the wagon. I figured it was the safest place. Hmm. Plus, it was pretty loud. The fight has been over for a few minutes now, and he has not come out. I wonder if maybe Emeril has any thoughts on what's going on. Can can Emeril go check? Yeah. Does, Emeril, does Emeril walk over? <laughs> does Emeril even look alive? Emeril is pretty much a walk. What does Emeril do? Well, if you let Emeril talk... <laughs> Emerald will go to the wagon and check if Joe Morrill is okay. Okay. <laughs> In a fancy way, Emerald walks up. Oh, those are some cool monk tricks. Okay. Emerald, you, you approach the wagon. What do you do? I will grab hold of the handle and open the door. 
you immediately open the door, you do see Joe Morrill in the corner of the wagon, and he's sort of shaking like this. And he's like, oh, is it, is it over? Uh, <laughs> Emerald will look, him, uh, look at him and nod his head. Oh, oh good. Did, did we win? <coughs> Clearly. Oh, thank goodness. Emerald, drag him out of there. Oh, well, why would you drag me out of there? <laughs> what is it? Emerald would grab Drummond by the collar and oh, toss him oh, out of the oh. And you toss him up the wagon. And he hits the dirt rather hard. And now he's, his legs are shaking, his arms are trembling, and he's on all fours. He looks up, and he looks up at all those around him. I'm guessing you've all moved over there. Close I don't want to move your guys, but... And you just sort of see uh, a little one there. Little Myra standing by the rock, rock looking. And she's looking at Joe Morrow like this. And growling towards him. Myra, I told you to shape for shift back. <laughs> she looks up at you and she just goes... And then she jumps on top of the rock. And then starts cleaning her claws. Licking them. While Teenagers. <laughs> Let's just sit down on the rock. <laughs> Joe Morrill is our friend. Do not attack. Which conversation were you in? We have no proof of anything yet, Belrin. Mm, very well. <laughs> and Joe Morrill is sort of looking around. Well, what's going on? Uh, uh, listen. Uh, what, 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 why y'all looking at me like that? I'm I'm on the side that Joe Morrill did not do yeah, it. So therefore, Sk- I, I'm not going to accuse him. I'm technically Iskander's like standing over him, just making sure he doesn't get up and run. No, he's not. I tossed him out. You just said Iskander. Oh, oh, what is your character's name? Emerald. <coughs> Emerald is standing over Joe Morrill, making sure he doesn't run. Okay, and and it doesn't take much effort. I mean, Joe Morrill doesn't seem like he wants to run. Is Iskander sort of looks forward and says, "Emerald, this man." He has not been found guilty of any crimes. You should not be laying your hands on him in Bahamut's name. I'm, I just uh, look at Iskander and tell him I was told to throw him out, so I threw him out. Emerald, let him up. We should, uh, we should find out the truth before we make any quick decisions. And Emerald lets him get up. Okay. Joe Morrill doesn't seem to be able to stand. He's so scared. His legs are shaking. His arms are shaking. He's just, what's, what's going on? Coward. So Arto will look at Jamaro and, and say these words slowly. Moving from mine toward Preston. Next update soon. And he just continues to tremble. He's like, I don't understand why you're saying that to me. I, 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 what? Belrond just looks at them. Put two and two together. Eskander and Myra came here from the mines, right? Told Joe Morrill, we will be back. Anybody's find that suspicious. But how do we know it was him? So what, you're going to accuse your niece? Or are you going to accuse Eskander as well? How do we know it wasn't the trainer that we, that we passed on the road here? Morty? No, the other traitor that we passed while walking up the path. Maybe he was a spy that we didn't know about. Yeah, I did mention uh, in one of the previous episodes when you guys were walking on the path, a traitor walked by you guys. The traitor did on the path. I did mention that, yeah. How do we know it wasn't that one? Or Morty? 
We have come across several other people. Fine. You guys do things your way. But he makes one wrong move and an arrow's in his eye. Let's just hold off on that for a second. Listen, I, I offered you guys hospitality. You saved my life, and we're, we're gonna. You can, if you, we've round up some horses, we can we could use my carriage to get back to Preston Jamal, in a day's time. We just want to find out the truth. Have you had any contact with any of Clara Longstride's uh, minions? Yes, yes, I have. What type of contact? Why, I was traveling on the road with my caravan when orcs came up and they attacked my caravan and they they, they attacked my my horses and then these folk came up and saved me. Is that true? Yes, it is. That's the only contact I've ever had. So the mystery continues. Okay. And Scatter says. Allow me to pray, and perhaps get some guidance from Bahamut on this matter. He's his... just going to pray, and I'm just going to roll a religion check for Iskander. Okay, so a 17. You guys see Iskander step forward, and he raises a, a metal gauntlet, and he sort of closes his eyes and starts just chanting some sort of paladin incantation, praying to his god Bahamut, and... You see him close his eyes and he's there for a few moments. Balron's just like wasting your time. <laughs> Balron. Is he always this weird when he does this kind of stuff? Yeah. Silence, Bahamut. Here we go. Who's Bahamut? I don't know. His God. When he talks to me, I just ignore him and think about fluffy clouds. Fluffy clouds, you say? Mm-hmm. Oh. All you see is stars above you, but... <laughs> <laughs> there are no clouds in the sky. I'll talk keeps staring up, puzzled at the remark. Um, and uh, then the scanner pulls back and he opens up his eyes and says, I gain no insight. I do not know what's going on here. I do not know what's going on here. Going on here. No, he says, I do not know. I cannot tell. Hmm. I'm afraid Bahamut has shown me nothing, which is enough for me to know he must be innocent. Feel if he were being deceitful in any way, Bahamut would have shown me such. Artel's going to draw his gaze from the sky for looking for fluffy clouds down to Iskander. I don't know what weird things you do. I'll pray for in your head. But I suppose if you don't sense any evil intent, it should be good enough. (sighs) They were all... Let the man go. Oh, you already have, actually. I forgot. So, uh, Joe Morrow, I guess you can go. Unless anybody else has anything to add? Oh, I'll say something after. Joe Morrow? <laughs> yep. I usually don't apologize. Which I'm not, but you, you know we had to ask you this question. Oh, well, yes, yes, good sir. I, I, I totally understand. And, and uh, again, I, I take no offense to it. I mean, you guys have saved my life now twice. <laughs> He's southern. <laughs> Fuck Morgan Langhorn. Nah, say. <laughs> oh, um, so what would you guys like to do? No, nah, I'm going to go talk to Myra. Myra is perched upon the rock, uh, continuing to just sort of clean her claws as she peers down towards you. With her, with her head held high. I will cast 
speaking with animals okay. so I can speak to my niece in her form since she decides that she wants to be a... Uh, yeah. And as soon as you cast moral... uh, speaking to animals, you hear uh, her thoughts. She's not melding them, but you sort of hear a connection through your head to her. She's cleaning her claws and she's uh, just speaking. She doesn't know that you've cast the spell, of course. And she's just like, oh, you're lucky you cast that. When they're all asleep, I'll just pull Joe Morrow aside. And then he'll be my first kill instead. And then they're never going to know. I'll just pull him out and then cut his throat with these claws. It's going to be wonderful. My first kill. You will do nothing of the kind. Her ears perch up. She looks over and you're like, what? What are you doing in my head? I'm more insightful than you think, my dear. Just get out of my head. Leave me alone. I like this form. I don't know why I can't just be a panther forever. If you stay in that form for too long, you just might. Elrond? Why do weird things keep happening with this group? They're, they're doing something over the... I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I, you know what? After all this time, I've just learned to just let it go. Is that why you drink? It, mostly. Do you, do you have extra drink? Uh, uh, you know what? I finished my bottle already. Can I hear him say this? Yep. If you guys shut up, I will buy you a drink in Preston. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Does Emerald say anything? No. Nope. Anyways, Iskander uh, sort of turns around and says, Come, Joe Morrow, let's go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> And they go into yeah the the Scandar Joe Moral fan fiction that's coming is going to be glorious. They go into the carriage together. Uh, hey, what whatever happens behind closed doors, it's their business. Okay, continuing your conversation. You are still young. I can do whatever I want. You may think that, but you need to understand there are rules for our clan. You may want you're only thirteen. And you can live a long life. If you continue your path like this, you will stay a panther and live a short life. But if you transform back, you can change into other animals. And when you are older, if you decide to stick with the panther, then that is your choice, like Grandfather did. She is quiet for a moment. She says, hmm. And then she jumps off the rock. She reverts back into her elven form, looks at you, and before marching off to the tent says, Maybe I'll turn into a bird and fly away so you can't find me. <laughs> she <laughs> walks over and then goes into the tent for the night. Okay, I'll deal with her later. She's in the tent. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, we're going to figure out what's going on now. So Yeah, so it's actually just the four of you are now standing around the fire. And you said it's like 4 a.m., right? Cause you said yeah, said, yeah, it's still really. So we're going to obviously sleep for a, while, a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Probably another short rest time. Yeah, let us, let us rest. I will... I will also I will set up another alarm, and uh, we will be notified if uh, anything. Uh, before happens. you're all going oh. into your tent, I want you all to roll. And before you pass that spell, I want you all to roll a perception check. Whoever gets the highest, fourteen. Oh, twenty-four. Okay, so you roll the highest. So okay, as you're all each going into your sleeping bags and back into your tent. And into the carriage, wherever wherever you're going to sleep. Although I wouldn't disturb uh, Iskander and Joe Morrill, whatever they're doing. David, uh, what do you do? I'm going to head back to the tent okay. where Myra is. And Belron just grabs Phileas by the arm before he enters the tent. Tells him two things. 
One, I still don't trust Joe Morrow, no matter what you guys think. I think he's a traitor. And secondly, if your niece dares look at me like that one more time, she will find an arrow to the face. Oh. Warning. And then, then Belron just turns away and continues walking back towards the fire. And as Belron's walking away, Phileas clearly speechless, just and maybe sort of tackling with inner emotions, is just standing there outside of the tent. And as and then you're gonna turn into the tent, I'm guessing. Oh, I had a chance to speak before you walk away. We can start talking. No, he walked away, and you didn't say shit. Well, I had I. Okay, say something. Go. Oh. I mean, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and right before you turn into the tent, you swear that you saw something in the woods. You see something move in the woods. You swear. Okay. And as you look, it just seems like a shadow that just passes by really, really quickly. But you're sure it's nothing. Uh, are you sure I'm sure it's nothing? Yeah, you're sure it's nothing. Uh, my dark, just to let you know, my dark vision mm-hmm. is still active because it's eight hours long. I have perfect sight in darkness. Yeah, you weren't, look, you, you weren't looking in that direction at the time. I know it's a darkened forest right now, but you see, you still see what mm-hmm. looks to you like movement, like something just went by. So what do you want to do? Do I know like roughly how big this thing was, or what kind of shadow was it? You were just about to go into the tent, and then you just swear, it's like in your peripheral vision, it's as if just something dark just went by somewhere in the forest. Is it a dangerous thing? No danger. Okay, then. Worth a shot. What do you do? Freaking noob. Told you, Cat John. I told you, didn't I? That's it. Freaking noob. You do. Alright, so I'll just inform people that I think I just saw a shadow over there. Where? Just straight into the woods. Aerotol at this time is laying comfortably in his in his sleeping bag. He just cast the uh, alert spell and was just about to go to sleep. Because I just saw you doing this as magic. Where? <laughs> <laughs> it could just be nothing, though. After hearing that, Emerald will look in that direction and you do a perception check. Go ahead. So Emerald walks up beside you, Phileas, and attempts to look, and you see nothing in there, Phileas, but Monk. Emerald, you also, you see nothing. Yeah, it would have been 12. You see nothing. If there was something there, it's gone. Which is probably nothing. As uh, all this happens, Aratel's going to look at the campfire, reach out one arm from his sleeping bag, and shoot a small fireball to reignite it. Yeah, and the campfire reignites and the warmth fills the air. Mind you, the bloody bodies of dead wolves and bandits all around would also keep you warm. I love the smell of blood. You're sleeping right next to some corpses. Go to bed. Isn't the wolf on top of the fire pit? Uh, no, no, no. He, he, that's where he landed, but he uh, you ended up killing him beside it. Okay, so do you all just go to sleep for the night? Uh, I will do trance again. So, yep. four hours of sleep. Or cool. Meditating. Bellerin? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tinker with my crossbow for a little bit. Okay. Till I fall asleep. I'm going to see if Myra's awake. Okay, and she's once again just 
cuddled up in the corner, and you don't know if she's awake or... You don't know if she's pretending to sleep or if she is a sleepy kid. So, I'll go lay down and be like, don't worry, my dear. It will all be clear soon. And she just sort of lets out a little, hmm. Trust me. And I will fall asleep. Okay. And, uh... Going from there, anybody else? Eritol, you're already asleep, right? Emerald? I'm meditating. Okay, you're meditating. Okay, so you, you all go to sleep. Are you on the rock again? No, I'll probably be by the fire. It doesn't matter. Because the... By me. I'll be awake before anyone else. And you all fall asleep. Nothing happens during the night. Nothing that any of you notice. And the morning comes. And the sun rises... And it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's another beautiful day in the forest. And, the, and they're chirping. Iskander kicks open. Ooh. When ev- I'm just saying, when everyone wakes up, uh, Emeril will have like all the wolf like uh, wolf meat cooking on the fire. Okay. Because I'll be awake before anyone else. And you all uh, awaken to uh, the smell of rotting flesh. And horrible, horrible stench. They're wargs, you idiot. <laughs> this is what Aratol says to Emerald as he is cooking the wargs. I dare you to eat that! As Emerald would look at the meat and see that as it cooks, it starts bleeding out black ooze. And you would just smell rotting flesh and just dis- rot coming from. No, no beautiful smell of meat. I totally forgot they were wargs. <laughs> Not wolves, wargs. Who, I'm sure Aratol could. <laughs> they are wargs. You idiot. <laughs> Aratol, well, rudely awakened by this foul smell, at the first thing he's going to do is cast... Presidentation on the stench itself yeah. to change it to flowers for himself only, so he, he can he can <laughs> so kind of get on with that. the day pleasantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you cook any of the people? Because they wouldn't smell like that. <laughs> uh, wargs have demonic blood. That's why it smells like. Did that you at least that. save any warg pelt? Of course. Okay. All right. That's at least one smart decision from you. <laughs> out of your four idiotic decisions today, <laughs> and you get six warg pelts. Uh, Emerald. Okay, so you have six warp pelts that you can add there. You could try to sell them, or but there are only anything. five works. You get five warp pelts there, Emerald. Okay, <laughs> you could try to sell them or anything like that. <laughs> That's D and D. And Scander kicks open the carriage door. He, and what I was going to say was he takes a deep breath and goes, Oh, oh, by the light! Oh, why? Breakfast is ready, Iskander. Oh, let me guess. He says there until, Did Emerald cook again? How, how'd you guess that? Oh. You never let Emerald cook. I can't help it. He wakes up before everyone else and he does these stupid things. <laughs> Belrun, you wake up to this girl's stench as well. Uh, after hearing Iskander say that, Belrun goes, can't smell any better in there than out here. And Iskander goes, oh, well, I don't know what he's talking about. But anyways, anybody else get this one? And then he starts whistling. 
Billy's gonna love this. And then Joe Morrow comes out and he's just like, oh, my butt hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from when from when Emerald threw me down on the ground, I hurt my I hurt my ass. Anyways, uh, oh, oh, that smells like my mama's cooking. Oh, what, what you cooking there? Can I have some? <laughs> Emerald just looks up at Jermoro and just hands him. Emerald, and he takes don't a big piece of meat and goes, oh, oh, it's delicious. And he goes to eat it. Aratel's going to firebolt the fucking warm meat on the stick out of the air. And right before he goes to take a bite, the meat incinerates in his hands and becomes ashy. Oh, what did I do? You did nothing. Oh, okay. It's all Emerald's fault. Oh. That's demonic warg meat. You probably would have died. I'm not going to ask. Never mind. So, well, I'm glad everybody's awake and out of their tents. Phileas. I haven't left yet. Sorry. Phileas. You and Myra wake up, and you emerge from the tent. No, I ask her if she's okay first, before we go out. She goes, yeah, why? Well, you seem to have a rough night last night. <sighs> Whatever. Listen, my dear, that's enough with the attitude. You need to grow up a little bit. <laughs> like, well, maybe if your stupid friend let me kill that guy? Then maybe I would not be so mad. Playing with your kills is not our way. You told me to kill him. What does it matter how I kill him? Because you do not torture. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, I need your cooperation from now until we get to Preston, and then we will talk further. Listen, cooperation right now until you get to Preston. Oh my! Oh, you smell that? Yes, I saw it here. It's Emerald's cooking again. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, Belrun and Aerotol allowed him to cook. <laughs> I did not! <laughs> and you guys emerge from the tent? No, I'm going to leave the tent. Okay. Sure. And Belrun? Yeah? Did you already wake up? Sure. Yeah, yeah. remember? I made yeah, a comment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you made that comment. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, this gander's over off in the bushes taking a leak. And Joe Merle looks over, <laughs> and he goes, "Ah, oh, by the lights, that's good." And uh, Joe Merle, I'm trying to think of some sexual thing that I can make up. Anyways, I thought Iskander was into water sports or something. Oh, gross! No. Uh, Joe, Joe Morrill says, "Well, folks, uh, I can get you all over to Preston. Somebody's just going to have to either carry the carriage or uh, we're going to have to round us up some horses, I'm thinking. So I put my hand on Myra's shoulder and say, we can help with that. And Myra looks up at you confused like, how can we help? Have you seen a horse yet? Uh, yeah, I, I think I have. Can you transform into one? I don't know. I've never tried. Well, try, my dear. Okay. Right now? Well, we will pull the carriage. Okay. She sort of rubs her hands together. Think really hard of the animal that you saw. Okay. She closes her eyes and she starts concentrating, concentrating, concentrating. And then she 
jumps into the air and she shines out light. And right standing in front of all of you is a ginormous Tyrannosaurus Rex. A 13 year old can do that. <laughs> oh, it lets out a roar. <laughs> well, it looks like that is a poor carriage. Elias, that really? Is, that is not a horse. You would all be completely startled. It's, it's pretty big. It's a pretty big Tyrannosaurus Rex that's sitting in front of you. <laughs> she must be breathed up then. Staying. And she looks over at you, and, and you're, you're speaking to animals still active, and you hear, uh, Claire Longstride had a few of these horses. These are horses, but it will do, my dear. And it's rather unnerving looking up at this, the maw of this ginormous dinosaur, and it's looking at you, but it has this 13-year-old girl's voice in your head. That's fine. <laughs> and, and all of you here, Philly is looking up going, Rawr, rawr, rawr. And what would you like to do? Well, I'll just, I'll just be like, well, how, how far away is Preston from where we are? It depends on what you, how you're getting there. Okay, T Rex, T Rex. You could get there in a day. to the tail. You could get there in a day. Perfect. Do we even need a carriage at this point? We could all just ride on the back well, of a giant T Rex. And you look over, and Joel Morrill is down on the ground, fainted at the sight of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. This guy, no. Please take Joe Morrill into the carriage. And Iskander says, Again. Uh, of course, as always. And they go in, he shuts and locks the carriage door behind him. Anyways. Myra, we were going. <laughs> I tell Myra that we're going to tie the carriage to her tail. And, she, and she'll take us to Preston, and if she gets. Yeah, and you would if know she gets too. Tired, if she starts getting tired, to let me know, and yeah. I will take over. And you would know too, considering the fact that um, she has just turned into a ginormous creature. She must have a lot more power. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, she but must. I'm not, have like, I'm not gonna. A lot more power in her than she's an early boomer. So than you than you could perceive. Might I recommend we stop a little bit away from Preston? Not startle anyone. We will, we will. We'll tell, oh, don't worry. We'll tell, I'll tell her when to stop. Okay, so what do you guys do to get uh, into this carriage? So you're. Well, we have to tie the carriage to her gigantic. Yeah, you tail. guys attach the carriage firmly using ropes to her, and it seems pretty snug, and it seems like she, with her speed in this form as a T Rex, uh, you'd get there within a day. So. How does everybody ride? I will just sit right at the back here and kind of guide her her yep. way. Because <laughs> you can communicate with her? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Dalrin will be on the back of the carriage, mm-hmm. facing oh, the actually, opposite direction, just in case someone before, sneaks up. Yep. Before I go on there. Yeah, because someone can catch up to a running T-Rex. Hey, I'd rather look at the back than look at that ugly creature. <laughs> well, uh, Emeril will be sitting on top of the carriage. <laughs> okay. Rock yep. the Casbah. Are you? You're both on top of the carriage, right? No, I'm actually going to be back there, up there with her, but in the front. But I'm going back. Okay, you guys haven't taken off yet. Yeah. No. So you go to the back. back. I go back. I put my arm on Balor's shoulder. Be like Balor, my friend. How can I help you today? We've been through a lot over the last little while. Yes, yes, we have. And I understand the uncertainty you have towards my towards our shape shifting, but (laughs) have no fear. My niece is not going to to endanger you. That's Don't ever threaten her again. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you say anything back to him? <laughs> or is it you're going to have another silent moment? Arxel rounds the corner. 
looks at Baron, comes and sits next to him. Well, that was awkward, wasn't it? Very much so. <laughs> so you two are sitting on the back of the carriage, on top, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> you, you, you want to sit on top too? So you're all sitting on top. I'm, I was, I'm right on top yeah. of the carriage, just okay. like sitting there. Yeah, you're sitting. So there they're the only two inside the carriage. Yeah. Still? Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's rock, I mean, at least if it's rocking, I mean, nobody would know why. <laughs> we just think it's a T-Rex. Joe Morrill in a scanner <laughs> sitting in the carriage. <laughs> you guys have packed up the tent. You've put out the fire gotten rid of all the evidence that you were there. What did you do with the bodies? Well, the, the human bodies? Burned. I probably would have burned them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay, never mind. Yeah, well, like, well, how did you guys handle the bodies? Just tell he me. disposed of the war bodies by cooking them. Yep. Yeah, of course. Like, like, But the human bodies, you, I'm assuming you wouldn't just leave them there. Just cast illusion. Did I do a quick inspection of the bodies? Well, what did there? you do with the bodies? Just tell me. I inspected them. You don't have to roll. Okay, so you all sort of inspected the bodies. Okay. And collectively, you guys piled up the bodies and did what? Oh, he did. What did you do with the bodies? He woke the up human first. bodies. Did you I, would, I would have probably piled them up like beside Left. the campfire. Okay, Left. so there all... is a warning for Clara. Yeah, they're all piled up there. And uh, coll- collectively, Emerald, you can decide since you're the one who was up early and you'd handled all the bodies. Uh, throughout all the bodies, you found three hundred gold pieces. Now you can decide what you do with that, if you were to share it or anything, but you found 300 gold pieces collectively from all the bodies found. Alright. Okay, so yep. add that to your inventory. Gotta love trance. Because <laughs> it gets up early. <laughs> early. Early bird gets the gold. Bring a bar of, uh... No, no, that's not how it works. Okay. I wish it left. And if, I, if I cast it differently, yes. <laughs> And right. you've all packed up. This ginormous T Rex is sitting at the front of the carriage, all tied up. <laughs> and here we go. You go. Okay. Then send her off. Forward, Mara. <laughs> Just follow the path. And she lets out a mighty roar before running quickly. And the pa- carriage is just pulled with such force. You've you've never Hang moved. <laughs> you've you've never moved on a vehicle this quickly before. You almost think the wheels are going to pop off, but they don't. Luckily, and you guys travel for a, a full day to the town of Preston. Hey everyone, Adam here. This week's session went far longer than expected, so because of this, we've decided to split it into two episodes. You can check out part two of this episode next week. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook, both at Stubborn Heroes. You can also follow me, Adam the DM, at Omidius. That's O-M-I-D-I-I-O-U-S. Omidius.